Hello and welcome back to another episode with Centennial State Sports. My name is Luke. I'm your host. I'm here with Tyler, my co-host. He'll be talking about Denver Broncos, hopefully with us in the future. Hello, Tyler. Thank you for joining us. Hey, thank you for having me. All right, Tyler. So we're going to start with the preseason. Okay, we have three games this year instead of four. We have the Denver Broncos at Minnesota, the Broncos at Seattle, and then they're back home against the Rams. So I've noticed three preseason games instead of four. Um, I am on Broncos Wire reading about how they reduced the preseason games from three to four this year because they added an extra um, game to the schedule. So instead of 16, we'll have 17. So they just took off one preseason game to not make the season any longer. Okay. Yeah. And uh, this is a huge part. I think it ha- as much as it doesn't seem like it's a big deal, um, even though they're the same amount of games you're going to be playing overall with preseason added to the regular season. Um, what, I, what I'm taking away from this is uh, it might make a, a bigger deficit for teams to try to make the playoffs this year. Uh, instead of having a wild card, you know, for some teams that when they're uh, normally would be eight and eight or um, seven, nine uh, teams that are trying to break, break through for the postseason, mm-hmm. uh, there might be a deficit for uh, teams to kind of come through and try to, uh, punch their way through the play, uh, just like how uh, to try to make their way into the postseason, just like how Pittsburgh uh, back in 2006, uh, they they were one of the wild card teams coming in, I believe, and uh, and they managed to go to the Super Bowl and win it against the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, if I don't recall, they weren't they weren't the number one, and they came through, and um, that's going to make it tougher for a lot of teams coming in this year. So you're, it's more about uh, performance now instead of. Uh, um, how you do so records does play a huge role into this. So I think that's, I think that's, that's important, especially for the Broncos. Absolutely. And I think that it's good that we have a preseason this year because last year, I don't think we had one. Right. And no, yeah. And that, that destroyed, especially Denver because, um, with Cortland Sutton out and then Von Miller hurt. So it just, it just hurt us. I think a preseason good to get some reps in before the season. And yeah, absolutely. So, we're gonna we're gonna have those preseason games. Of course, they don't matter. They don't count towards the regular season. So we just wanted to talk about how there's three instead of four. So if you notice that it seems a little shorter, it because it is. All right, are you okay with starting off with um, week one against New York at New York? Yeah. So the Broncos are heading over for the first week over to the Giants and. Um, I think it's going to be a little bit weight heavier on the preseason, just on my opinion, because I like to see how they uh, intermix uh, Patrick Sertan the second and uh, how Kyle Fuller will mix into the group. Uh, plus, also, this is uh, Daniel's uh, make it or break it year over here for the Giants. But uh, I actually have the Broncos losing that first game uh, only because uh, with all of that uh, how that offense works. They're just explosive. And I think they're going to come out of the gates 1-0 just because Josh Daniels is working way back into proving himself as a quarterback in this league. He's capable, especially with the run game and the pass game and everyone they have in the mixed. Um, I think they're going to start off with a loss in the first game, but I don't think it's necessarily due to the Broncos' performance. I just think they're going to get outpowered that first game with the Giants. Yeah, I think I, I have the other way. Um, I have them winning the first game. I've had them going down to the, to the Giants. I think with Daniel Jones, is you know I see fans and everyone talking about having the no fly zone part two. So I feel like this team can be really good. I feel like they can make trouble for that offense coming back on 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 an injury. I feel like. This defense can be good enough. I feel like this offense being healthy, I feel like they're going to be a really good team. So I feel like I'm going to give them a win, even though the Giants beefed up their offense. They got Kenny Galloway back, and they have they signed him. Um, they got Kyle Rudolph and they got Sterling Shepard. Yep, Sterling. Yeah, Saquon is coming back, but I, I feel like this defense is going to be good enough, being healthy with Vaughn coming back, with now adding Patrick Stan. 
Kyle Fuller, you know, he can be a huge thing for that defense. And if Drew Locke can make his decisions, I feel like this, this team could be good enough to be have a W. So, I give him a win. You give him a loss. Um, we're going to go on to game two. They have at Jacksonville. Do you want me to go first and then you follow up? That's fine. Okay, so I have at Jacksonville, I have another win. I have Denver starting at 2-0. and oh. I feel like the same the same reason why I have them being 1-0. Um, with... I know Trevor Lawrence is going to be really good in the NFL in the future, but in his first year, second start, I think that if he starts right away, I don't think he can uh, get over this Denver D. I think the D will keep the Broncos in this game and win this game. Like I said, if Drew Locke, we're going to assume Drew Locke is there and not and Rodgers. If Drew Locke can make his throws, make them accurate, I just feel like this team can pass Jacksonville, especially with a rookie quarterback. So I have them going 2-0 and in this early season. I actually had the Broncos winning this game because, like I like you said, Trevor Lawrence is going to be a great quarterback in this league, especially if he stays healthy. Uh, with, with Meyer being the new uh, head coach here over here in Jacksonville, um, I believe he will be doing great things as well. Uh, I don't think it's going to be an easy transition from college to NFL for him, especially with the James Robinson and Travis uh, I'm going to mispronounce his name here, but Edney, I believe, Travis Ed- from uh, Clemson. Uh, oh, yeah, the running back. Yes, yep, running back, and I think he's going to be a talented running back over here in Jacksonville, but kind of sharing that reps. Um, I've heard great things, actually, uh, depending on how they use him. They're going to try to utilize him in the slot and, and just move him around the field and try to make him an asset. Uh, I, I believe that... Uh, it's going to be a rough uh, start, but I think they'll get the ball rolling eventually, but I don't see them getting that ahead of time going against the Broncos. I actually give the Broncos a win here, making them one and one. Yeah, I can see the growing pains. I can see Urban Meyer coming back to coaching. He took some years off. I feel like that's going to be a growing pain too. Uh, yeah, I think Jacksonville can, you know, have a good season, but definitely too early. Definitely growing pains. All right. Uh, next game, what do you have? start off with New York yeah so the New York Jets they are they're actually coming to the Broncos territory here and in Mile High Stadium right yep yep first home game from for the Broncos yeah so I I think the the Jets are gonna come to Mile High and I don't believe uh Zach Wilson's gonna be in growing paints also like Trevor Lawrence rookie quarterback coming to the big league and uh, and they they have talent now uh just by seeing how rookie quarterbacks generally didn't pan out right away, because they always throw them in early, in my opinion. They don't, not a lot of development. Um, they just mm-hmm. go off talents, and in your mile high is totally different elevation over here. So it's gonna be a challenge, especially if Vaughn's in there. And I and I, but from what I've seen from Vaughn, uh, his workouts are looking better. You know, he's he's just out there. He, he's not trying to throw himself saying, hey, look at me. I mean, he's out there working. Yep, he looks good. Behind the scenes. And yep. you got Chubby here also. And I, and, and I don't think he's going to be able, able to handle that pressure. So I I, nope. I see the, the Jets falling to the Broncos here. Yep, I, I agree with you. I have another win. I have the Denver Broncos going 3-0, which is crazy because – they have been terrible in September, and I have them winning all three games in September. But I agree. I feel like the same thing with Zach Wilson is the same thing as Trevor Lawrence. I feel like he it may pan out to be a really good quarterback. I feel like the Jets are trying to set him up to do good things. You know, the wide receiver core is getting better over there. Yep. But all in all, um, it's just way too early. It's the third game that he'll probably play if he starts the season. And I feel like this defense, when it's getting better, Loading up on on the defensive side, I, I just feel like a rookie quarterback coming into Denver on a away game is going to be tough, especially when yeah. they expect fans this year. You know, I, I feel like Mile High is going to be rocking. I feel like that's going to be a tough one for a rookie quarterback. So I agree with that one. Now we're going to move on to uh, Baltimore on October, the first game in October. Baltimore's coming to Denver. Um, I actually have the Broncos have their first loss. Uh, I feel like Baltimore is one of those teams that is really good in the regular season, and somehow they just crumble in the postseason. So uh, with Lamar Jackson, that offense, 
even that defense is, is, is tough. So I feel like Denver might have a shootout. We'll see. I don't know. I just feel like they, they can't handle Baltimore coming to town. So I have their first loss against against the Ravens. And, and add on to that, with, with Baltimore's offense, they, they know how to spread that defense out. They it, they have Dobbins back here in the running back position. And, and mm-hmm. you can you can have option reads with, with those. It's a power game and speed and quickness. And then they – and they exploit you down the field. They, they have a versatile offense. They, they expose you in the, in the second. Not saying Broncos aren't able to compete yeah, they, in their in their secondary. secondary. Yeah, the secondary will help, but with, but they just they, they do excellent job of yeah. exposing you in, in different situations. They know how to they know how to make you be honest to the run game, but yet it's a read option, and you might see Lamar pulling off something he always does every year. That's what makes Lamar so. He's like a running back. You have two running backs in the backfield. You don't know who to go up. You know the ball is going to, and and that one of the running backs just happens to know how to throw the ball. Also, you know, so it, it makes it, it brings a big hole to. Uh, it puts a lot. I think it puts a lot of pressure on that secondary because they, they're big asset to the run game too. But they got to be disciplined enough to say uh, respect the run. But you can't. You're gonna have to give them a lot of more. It's a lot of pressure and. I agree. I, I give the Baltimore Ravens a loss here, or excuse me, I, I give the Broncos a loss here also a mile high. Yep. So you got them at two and two in the first four games. Correct. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I I have them three and one, so I agree on that one. Um, then on October tenth, they're going to Pittsburgh. Um, I'll start with this one. I have another loss. I have them on a losing streak uh, against Pittsburgh. I feel like. Pittsburgh is another one of those teams that their defense is always good, you know. And I feel like Denver's defense is getting better. But if if Denver's offense cannot score, I feel like they lose this game easy. And you know, maybe Drew Lock surprises us this year. I heard that he's getting better at his decisions. He's making more checkdowns uh, at practice, so that might be good. I would like to lean to saying that this might be a loss, and if it's a win, then it's a win. But I can see that the Pittsburgh defense with that Watt leading leading the, the Steelers to win this one in their home territory. In, in, in the Steelers, you know, they're especially their defense. I, I think they're a little underrated, especially in the fantasy league right now. Um, they yes. have about eight, but especially last year, they, they were so tough to score on. And then now we're, we're at their territory, you know, we're over there and we're going to fight on their ground. And the tough thing about the Broncos, I mean, I like guys. I, I agree. I think Drew Locke's getting. He's he's more confident. Uh, I believe he is more. Not saying he's not more serious because he's always been serious, but he's acknowledging more things. He's uh, just from what I'm reading, just reading the news about what the Broncos are putting out there for us. Uh, sounds like he's starting to understand more with more experience. But yeah, that that Steelers defense. I tell you what, they've always they always traditionally have been tough and. Uh, I don't see the Broncos pulling this one off either, just because, uh, you know, Ben Roethlisberger. Also, he is a it, there's a juju on a very um, generous contract on his end because uh, they got him for a cheap price, and then and they got that receiving crew, and they got Eric Ebron at that tight end. It, it, it's one of those teams that, it, in my opinion, they're a little bit. You don't ever talk about them, you know, being that top three or four but they're always that hard they're just a hard team to knock off so uh yeah, not saying Broncos are prepared for that but i just i think that we don't give them enough credit for how good they are so i don't think the broncos yeah. would in this one yeah it's and then like we said you know it's easier to say they've lost and if they prove us wrong then you know we're on the right side of the, the thing but yes mm-hmm. i agree that this will be a tough one in Pittsburgh. so um we have our first divisional rival in week six so we have home against the raiders the next time they face them is in week 15 i believe 15 16 17 mm-hmm. yeah so they face yeah. in week six and in, in, in seven or er, 15 so the first one is on october 17th at home how do you have the raiders coming to town for week six i had the broncos taking the win at mile high uh you know, every year to brawl with these guys. I don't like the Raiders. None of us do. And I don't think they have what it takes to knock off the Broncos. I I believe the Broncos aren't the 
greatest in this division, obviously, with the Chiefs. But I, I think we're, and especially with the Chargers, I think we're, I think we're about, we can fight with the Chargers. Um, but I know the Raiders aren't going to be able to fight with us. I, I think uh, we're the bigger brothers here, and I think they still got something to prove with the Broncos, and I have them uh, beating the Raiders, not handsomely, but decently. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I feel like that the Raiders are going to be coming to town, and with the fans and everything, I think that's going to be a different environment than last year. Last year, Denver lost to Las Vegas 37-12, to their first meeting. In November 32 to 31 the last game on January 3rd so even with them being terrible and getting a ninth overall pick last year they seem to almost beat them in the last game so I feel like them coming to Denver um, they're gonna get a win and like I said like you said they're not gonna do it handsomely they might it might be a close game but I feel like this Denver team has been you know immensely better I feel like the front office did a really good job giving a lot of time, and if we just got good quarterback play with Drew Locke, if we just get decent play, this team can can definitely win some games that they lost last year. And I can so, promise you that Leatherwood <laughs> is not going to be able to hold Nick Chubb or uh, Von Miller. So well, yeah, the, the thing is, both of them last year they only had you know Chubb on the line, Von Miller wasn't there, and if you can get Malik Reed in there too, you know, mm-hmm. that's, that's a three-headed monster. So I feel like all three of them will definitely change that game. You know, you're not just dealing with one or two. You have to deal with all three of them. So, yeah, I agree. I feel like that's going to be a win for them. Um, next game, uh, the second last game in October, they go to Cleveland and face the Browns. Now, I don't know about you, but this Cleveland team, is, is getting scary. I feel like they're getting really good. I feel like Baker Mayfield is making some plays. I feel like he's he's uh, definitely taking some time and, and, and improving his game. So I actually have them taking their third loss here um, against Cleveland. That puts them at four and three right now, which is still a winning record, which is a bad. And I feel I have them doing pretty good after that. But Cleveland, tougher opponent than they were about four or five years ago. Well, I'll tell you what, they had the biggest turnaround I, that I can recall because uh, growing up, I remember they were the most, they were the laughing stock. I remember Baker Mayfield being their first overall pick and uh, and I, I, I and he he's not the, the superstar that, that everyone gives him credit for, but he's the man who stepped up to the plate and and people looked at him as a leader and I think they, they turned this organization around. I think he was one of the cornerstones. He wasn't the whole team by no means. You got Nick Chubb there who runs the ball extremely hard. They have a tremendous offensive line. That defense, like you said, is scary. Um, and then you got a, in a great secondary. They built, they really built this team from the ground up. If the foundation, they're strong. They're a hard-nosed football team. And I, I also had the Broncos losing this game. Yeah. And that they and they just had a great draft too. You know, and they're just yeah, getting they, with depth there. Yeah. And this team, this team is a contender i think for this year's super bowl i mean and you can call me out for that but i i think they're they have a good chance i'm not saying um they're they're gonna they're gonna have the long road ahead but i think they could on, honestly be in the conversation with um with, with going for the, the championship so i know i agree when they when they looked really good against uh the steelers at the end of the year last year um i knew they were serious then too so yeah i I want to call you out on them being contender. Like, I feel like they could they can do some damage this year, especially when they, like I said, give the Steelers a run for their money. So, yeah, this this team's good. They're gonna lose this one for the eighth week. The Denver Broncos will be facing the Washington Football Team here at Mile High, and strangely enough, they, they turned it around last year. Uh, they went they they started the year. They look like. They're gonna. They were a contender for the first overall pick at one point. I thought that yeah. they only had like one game, or they 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 or they had even won a game almost halfway through the season, and something just kicked in midway in that season, and and it's kept on rolling ever since. They they uh, managed to eventually win the conference championship, and or uh, excuse me, uh, they were they were the. Winners of their conference yep. over the Cowboys and the Eagles and the Giants and and they um, also they also beat the Steelers when they were undefeated. <laughs> and that and so. that just tells you. I mean, I mean, this team 
it has enough talent to, to to work with, and now and now uh, now that everyone should be aware of Ryan Fitzpatrick is now there, and he's working to be the starter, or if not, maybe already the starter over here at Washington. Yeah, I think they named the starter already, so he he's gonna be. I think they yeah, is he? Oh, so and and you know how he he's always he's he's lucrative. He is he manages to work his way around the. Work his way around the pocket. He, he he's a smart guy. Came from came from Harvard. The guy knows where to throw the ball. I mean, he ain't the yeah. he ain't the bread and butter by no means. But the guy gets the job done. You know, well, a- he's a competitor. He knows how to move. And they they're surprised now. Do will they pull it off against Broncos? I don't think so. I think the Broncos are a little bit more established. And I give the Broncos a win here just because they had a good role. I. It, this is a different year. Um, yes, they have a great coaching staff, and and they have they have odds and ends, especially with Chase Young. Yeah, I, I still think our end. defense is a little bit more equipped. Um, and I think and I think uh, they, even though they did beat the Steelers last year at undefeated, I don't I don't I don't think the Broncos will have a trouble with Fitzmagic at that day. I think I think uh, the Broncos and Drew Locke come through. And especially Patrick or Patrick Sertan, I think, is going to come through as well. And yeah, no, I, I agree, Ty. I I feel like that this Denver team is better. Um, last year, when Fitzmagic, if you want to say, came to Denver, um, he was on the Dolphins, and he had twelve for eighteen for one hundred seventeen yards, and he was driving, and Justin Simmons picked him off in the end zone to win the game. So. I agree. I, I feel like this, there's a reason why this guy's in the league at his age. I feel like he, you know, sticks around because he's smart. He knows the plan, and he just he, well, he's, he's, yeah, he's out there and he's playing. You don't you don't see a lot of nerve in this guy, man. No, he, he, he just, he's. I'm not saying that Brett Favre has a huge there's a huge uh, gap between the two, right? but so uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, he knows he just he lets it loose, and that can be extremely dangerous. I mean, though. It can be one way or another. If you're playing freely in this league, I mean, and if you start seeing a defense like as long as he has, it can be very dangerous. But I think we're, I think we're gonna put enough pressure back there, and I don't think he's gonna have enough time to kind of do what he needs to do. I mean, he is, he no. does have a lot of magic, but I don't think his pockets are deep enough to pull out a rabbit. So I don't think so too. I, I think I don't think he does either. I think that it might be close, but with this defense. If, if Denver can score, then they should be fine. And the thing is, you have to stop Chase Young, so they're going to have to figure that out. We did take Ronald Darby from the Washington football team, so he's now a Denver Bronco, so we don't have to deal with him since he's on our team. But, yeah, I, I feel like this team at 7-9 last year with Ryan and Fitzpatrick, that's not going to make them, you know, a harder team. Hmm. So, you know, I, I respect him, dude. I really do. But he's not going to change this team. This team is getting better. They won the – oh, it was terrible. That, that division was terrible. Ryan Fitzpatrick's a great quarterback, but I don't get – I don't think he has – he hasn't stayed with the team long enough to say, hey, we're going to go win a Super Bowl. I'm not saying he's not a good enough quarterback to do that. I just think it's, it's, it's a very long stretch for someone to come in first yeah, year. And you, besides Tom Brady, who's – been in the league for so many years and he's he's had all that success that he's brought to the Tampa Bay. I'm not saying Ryan didn't bring a lot of success, but having structure, he's been through a lot of teams, he's been a lot of organizations, he he hasn't really hit home yet. Well yep. this I mean and that and I think that has a huge part in it too. He he'll come in and play, but I think you have to have a little bit of structure and, and you have to you have to be like like a you gotta pave into the, the, the team here and um, Ryan's just, he's doing his method, you know, how he does. He keeps coming to these systems, and yeah, so I don't think Ryan is going to be able to pull off a whole another uh, uh, conference championship here, and that being said, yeah, I, I, I think the, Bron- the Broncos will beat him because of that. I agree. Yep. Now, we have the division rivals with the Washington Coming up, we have Washington, then we have the, the Cowboys, and then the Eagles. So we have that whole uh, NFC East little little area that we have. So we talked about the Washington uh, football team. 
Now we got the uh, Dallas Cowboys, and I think that the Broncos are going to beat the Dallas Cowboys. America's football team, I know everyone, you know, down in Dallas are pretty, I don't know, how like they have high hype, and then they just crumble. You know, so talent they, they have full of talent. They they have a lot of talent, especially now have, they, I know they have a lot of talent, but man, I, I, they don't do and, anything with it. Exactly, and it's it's uh, they and honestly, they have a bad coach either. But it's just something always goes wrong over there, and I mm-hmm. and I don't. And sometimes it's just not predictable. But they, they like you said, yeah, but they have a lot of talent, especially with Ezekiel in the back and the backfield, which recently. uh Exploited some news about how uh, his dog teched a few people, and and I don't know how that was gonna work, but they didn't need to have Tony Pollard behind them, and he's a great running back as well. And they have a lot of talent, and they got a lot of depth, and their defense is it sounds like it's picking up a little bit too. They're I'm not saying they're the Browns by no means, but they have they they have good players around each other, and it doesn't help when um you have injuries that. Here and well, there, and, 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 that, and, that, and I think that's not only that's part of the problem, but I, something it's not just that something always goes if it's mental. It's and I think I think Amari Cooper is a great receiver, but and there's sometimes they just don't they don't pull through the catches or um, something always happens with them. Yeah, and, and it's a mental game. I think part of it. Is, yeah, and Sean Lee, you know, he's gone. They picked up Parsons from the draft. To oh, that and up. that was a great like Parsons could be. Yep, he's gonna fill in right away. He is, but I don't know. I just don't think that they're going to win this. I don't think that the Cowboys can win this game. I know it's at home for them. And, of course, you have fans and everything. But I just, I'm just i just not confident in the, the Cowboys. So, I give Denver the win here. Is that what you have? Yeah, I have the Broncos pulling through Cowboys. And I, and I think... Though if it was earlier in the year, it probably a little bit more harder for me to decide. But they usually don't pull through the full season, and I think the Broncos will, and they're and they're pretty consistent, I think. Um, and I, and I think that gives Broncos the edge here. You know that it's just it's a longer season. The Broncos will be consistently they'll, they'll push through, and and I believe it or not, it, as as uh, looks like we are at Dallas Cowboys, so. Yeah, um, it's it's a it's for home for them, but I still don't feel worried no, about yeah. that game. I think I think you're right. I'd give the I'd probably give the the Broncos a win here too. So how do you feel about the Eagles coming to town next week? Well, that's the you Eagles have a new quarterback. Yeah, yeah, they got hurt, and then Wentz is not there anymore. But no, Hurts has played a little bit last year, and, and I don't think people are giving them enough. Uh, Credit. I think he is an athlete. I think that guy can run, and I think he can throw. Now, I'm not saying he's a gunslinger, but I, I think he's he's a smart enough quarterback. Um, I don't think he's going to make a lot of huge bad decisions. I think, yeah, he'll make some decisions. He's, he's learning. He's getting. He's understanding the game a little bit more. I think he he'll grow into this position. Um, but, but don't you feel like he's more of a he can be more of a like a Lawrence or a Wilson type. I know it's the middle of the season. But yeah, it, he, you know, he it's falls in that started. category. Yeah, he yeah. falls in that category. Um, I mean, you can't you can't deny that. But just not. I think part of the reason he can he can scramble. You know, he ain't no um, Lamar Jackson, and and no. you know how Russell Wilson, where he is, a, he just runs well in that pocket. You know, I think I think what 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 uh, Hurts brings to the table. He he's able to scramble. He's fast. I think he keeps his eyes downfield. He's always looking for that next that, that next target, you know. And and also with uh, Devontae Smith added to the group, um, it just brings a little bit more depth that they needed, especially in the receivers uh, field. I uh, I think their offense will be fine. I think I think they have enough to uh, to give to give the Broncos a little bit of a different look, you know. Uh, they're not the Seattle Seahawks, but. Um, with Miles Sanders, but I mean, they, they have enough weapons to kind of keep the Broncos um, on their on the, to be honest with the run game. Yeah. While, while uh, and I don't think they have enough. I still don't think they have enough uh, for say weapon. I mean, they have great weapons players, to, but I think yeah. Bronco. I think the Broncos Broncos defense. We don't talk about enough. I think they have they have depth there, and and, and that's Nick Fangio's bread and butter. You know, that's what he knows. That's what they hired him for. They 
They yep. want the Broncos defense to be the orange crushian, you know. Yep. Yep. Um, and, and, and no I, fly zone, yeah. Exactly. I and I and I give and I a lot of these teams that keep talking about how what they bring to the table on their offense side, but we don't talk enough about their defense. And I and I, that's and I think that's what I think Philadelphia's offense is good, but I don't think they're good enough. So I, I get the Broncos to win here. Perfect. I, I agree with you. I give them a win too. And I think we're exactly right about that. I feel like you're talking about Philadelphia's offense a lot. We haven't talked about Philadelphia's defense, right? But mm-hmm. if Denver's defense is better than Philadelphia's offense, which I believe it is, I feel like they're going to win this game. So I feel like that, it, that if that's the case, I'm giving Denver a win at home against Philadelphia because with Hurts, I know he played a little bit last year, started a couple games last year, but that I don't know, man. That Philadelphia fan base, that, that it's it's rough there. If you don't do well, it, they they destroy. Oh, you. they they well, especially so, having the with the All Star team they had with Vince Young coming up. They <laughs> they have yeah. high expectations for you, and they they expect you to the the fall. I mean. If you, don't get me wrong. If you're trying, good. I mean, they, they respect that, but they expect more than just trying. And that's a good at. I think that's a good culture. I mean, they're definitely hard nosed, to say the least. You know. Um. But yeah, and I and there's pressure there, like you said. There's there's a little bit more pressure on those shoulder pads for them. So, but so yeah, we'll, I. We'll see how that works for them. Yeah. Yep. Great offensive line. They just, they just never did anything because they they just they literally piled it in one year or two years. Like best players in the league came there, and they just never worked. They, they literally went like 500. All right, perfect. So now we got to the first 10 weeks. Week 11 is the bye. After the bye week, we have week 12 against the LA Chargers at home. What do you think about that? For the Chargers, I have the Broncos losing this game, even though it is in Colorado. Uh, Herbert, I tell you what, that guy is... I. I did not give him enough credit when they drafted him. I, I didn't think he's gonna live up to his, what he is. Totally, what he is now. That guy has a he's 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 growing into a NFL quarterback. If not, I think he has shown himself at least so far um, that he's capable of, of uh, competing in this league. And now you got and you got Keenan Allen, and you, and you have uh, just and you have a talent kind of growing around him. Uh, I don't have the I don't think the Broncos will. Get, beat the Chargers. I I think the Broncos are hovering from from the third and second spot in this league, uh, in this conference. And I and I think the Chargers still have it by a little bit. I think we got to prove ourselves throughout the season. But yeah. for now, I don't have them winning. Um, I, I I'm disagreeing with you on that. I won't talk into it because that was your pick. Uh, I have them winning that one. I have them going one and one against LA or yeah LA. So um, they're, they're right with them. So mm-hmm. um. I'm going to take the Chiefs next uh, in the following week. Gosh, I have I have them losing to the Chiefs. I feel like I feel like they're right there, you know. And this is one of the games that I thought just like Baltimore, if they win, then I'm happy. But I'm just going to assume that the Chiefs are still better than them. And of course, you know, with that payroll, it's it's hurting the Chiefs, and hopefully, it's going to hurt them in the future. You know, that salary and, and <laughs> it doesn't help when Mahomes is. He basically owns part of the Kansas City Royals, that baseball yeah. team. It, that's how big of a contract he has I, on yeah. his name. And that has to have a salary cap hit. And not only that, they traded for Orlando Orlando Brown um, yep. from yep. the Ravens. And, the, and yep. they got new protection there. And that, and that helps. And they, they got – in order for them to keep these players long-term, they're going to have to take cuts somewhere. And it's – and I – well – Hill says he's not going to take a cut. So you can't look oh. at him. So the, the best thing that Denver, I hate to say it, and I I, I, ta- I listened to a bunch of people say it in here in Denver, the best thing that ever happened when Mahomes won the Super Bowl, the best thing could have happened is him getting the MVP because then he has that tag onto his contract. So they had to pay him for an MVP quarterback, which, you know, you, we, you don't want the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl. But if they did, Mahomes got the MVP from that game, and they had to pay him more money. And, and hopefully, that salary cap is just hurting them. And as a Broncos fan, you you can you can say what you want, um, but I I don't I like Patrick. I think he's a good guy, 
and you, you gotta and you gotta have respect for these players in the league. You know that they, they they get drafted by these teams and they and they show your loyalty. Um, you know even the Raiders and I hate to say it as much of a burning passion. I, I hate the roll that 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 word off my tongue, but um, there's there's guys in this league that I respect and, and they, they work hard day in day out. Um, but the Chiefs, they're I have to lose it. And I don't think it's gonna be close. I think they're. I don't think they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna barely walk away. The crawl. You know. I don't think they're gonna barely take us out here. Uh, I think the Chiefs will. They'll. They'll. Nat. I think they'll probably be us by a couple of score touchdowns. I think yeah. it'll be about set, like fourteen to seventeen, give or take. Um, just because knowing Patrick and the guy, the guy just amazes me every time I watch him. The guy is not only an athlete, but he is a generational talent. I mean, and it only, shows his contract, you know? Yeah, the, the only way we can the Denver Broncos can beat him is if you watch the Super Bowl that they were in last. Uh, Mahomes yeah. didn't have any time. So, a defense, you and, know. And like you said, Chubb, yeah. They can, is, they can, yeah we, go ahead. Yep. Yeah, if we, if we can have Chubb, um, Miller, uh, Malik Reed, and Shelby Harris get some pressure. That's how, that's how you beat this team. So. And they're not. And, and people in these. And, and I don't know if people have blinders on, but they're not. They're not. Um, they're very beatable. But the Chiefs. Oh, yeah. they, the Chiefs are a beatable team. Absolutely. I'm not saying it has to be like the Super Bowl where the line they just crack down. You know, and they get any quarter. That that doesn't have time will lose nine out of ten times. I mean. I don't care how great of an athlete you are. Like Patrick, I'm surprised he competed with that with that kind of. Um, and that just shows, like I said, that shows how great talent he has. He he still competed with that, that pressure coming at him. Um, yeah, and I feel like if you like plays better, we, we is, this game could be winnable. In, in like I said, it, even injuries come. This is a late season, so a lot of things can change. But I I think they're just they, they, they are great coached. They are they have depth and. And, and as much as I hate to lean in on one guy, Patrick and, and a Tyreek, even Heinz Alert, you got you got guys who you can depend on, and, I, and that's why I think the Broncos won't be close enough to beat. They're they're definitely the big brother in this conference, and I think it would be hard to knock off the Chiefs here. So I, I give them the loss here. Yep, I agree. Uh, and like we said, if they win, they win. It's gonna be good for us. All right, all right. Now we have the Lions coming to town. For the Lions, uh, they're definitely in rebuild period with mm-hmm. the Detroit here, especially with golf being traded over for Stafford, along with uh, the third round and two first round picks that I believe was the trade. And I think it was good for both teams. Matt Patricia's gone too. Exactly. And I think that is a big win for the Lions. And they're and like I said, they're in the big rebuild process. They got brand new offensive line. I think they're the top 10 for long. So that's going to be a tough one for the Broncos. It, penetrating that line with Panay Sewell. Now instead of a left, he's on the right side. You get Derek, Eric, or Taylor Decker or Decker Taylor, excuse me. Um, Decker Taylor um, on uh, on the left side. And 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 you and you and they got a reg now who they just signed a long contract for with the center. Um, all pro center. They they, yeah, they just signed their their longest line is going to be in the top ten this year, and, and it's going to be for a long time. Lions are in the rebuild process with Dan Campbell and uh, with T.J. Hawkinson there, and and they don't have a lot of targets. Kenny Galladay went to the Giants. Yep, and, he's gone. And they have a brand, brand brand new coach. Everyone they basically scrap everything down. Marvin Marvin Jones ain't there either. Exactly, he went to Jacksonville. Yep, and. When, and what my take is on the Lions here is they are they're doing it right, but they're not gonna be ready yet. They no. they are taking the, the long and right way. I think they're finally figuring it out. They're gonna get beat down this year, and I and I think and I don't think they're gonna get beat down like everyone says they are. I think the Lions will fight. They got DeAndre Swift. Remember, he is a talented running back. Now, he doesn't have that that. Uh, um, the 40 yard sprint by no means, he had breakout speed. That guy is quick, shifty, like he's in his name, and he finds the hole. I, I think, uh, the Lions will. I think they, I don't care if it's at mile high or if it's at Ford Field. I think the Broncos yep. will beat the Lions either way. Exactly. But I do think, yep. uh, I think they're in a big, long, uh, rebuild process. 
Yeah, I feel like they're with their new head coach, um, new quarterback. Um, I feel like, like you said, they're rebuilding. Man, you're sounding sound like a Lions fan. Yeah, uh, you know, I follow the Lions. In, <laughs> just so you know, just, we have a common friend who left uh, the Lions. Matt Prater is now with uh, yeah. Arizona. So, former yeah. Bronco, former Lions, now a current uh Cardinal, to say the least. Yeah, so he I went from like, being a Bronco to a Lion. Now he's flying away with being as a Cardinal. I, mean, I don't know. He's he's all over the place. Yeah, that's what kickers do. I I agree. I feel like Swift is gonna be a good player. Um, I feel like golf. It's good for him to get a new, you know, environment. Where he can... Yeah, right. Yeah, and I I think he uh I, I think uh Shanahan wanted him gone. Um. I don't know. And Goff, and that's another oh. thing with Broncos bringing the table. They, Goff doesn't do well with the pressure, and Broncos are just going to bring the pressure. Now, like I said, they have a great offensive line, so they gave them a lot of time, but you can't protect them every play. There's going to be plays where they'll get after, and that's where Goff, that's where Goff has his moments. Yeah, I, think, I think I think Goff is a good player. It's just he, he did fine in L.A., so he, he'll be fine. But he just needs to get the system down. They need to build around him. But the thing is, the Lions had good quarterback play with um, the Stafford, and they still lost games. So mm-hmm. I don't know. It, they, it, yeah, it, it's a good thing that we're, we're we're in Denver because it'd be hard to be a Lions fan. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so, so I have a win with there too. Now next week they're staying at home and they have the the Bengals. Now I this have, is totally opposite. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have I have them winning the Bengals. Um, I know Joe Burrow is coming back. From a career, not career, Jesus. Um, Season-ending injury, um, but I, I feel like they're still finding their way too. I feel like uh, they're getting a lot better, but with a young quarterback and this experienced defense, and Vic Fangio, the guru that he is on defense, I feel like he can, you know, confuse this young kid and hopefully. Uh, get a W at, with, at home too. But Cincinnati, I think in their draft, it was not getting Panay Sewell protecting they, Joe's they, blind side. Yeah, I can't the, guy, the guy literally had a season-ending injury, and they skipped over the best. Well, this is where the draft. this is where I uh, this is where I, I kind of have speculations with that pick. Now, the Lions took an opportunity. They they said, well. Because the Bengals basically messed up the pick, we're gonna take we're gonna take we're gonna take charge, and then and they picked them up. They they saw an opportunity. The Bengals, what I have a problem with is they're not in position to have a protect. They don't they can't protect their number one overall pick. He's gonna. And I'm, I love Joe Burrow. I think he's a I think he's a great leader, and I think he he's mentally tough and he can take the hits, but he can't take the hits all the time. They get, they the guy, I think that's yeah. what I think that's where he took the blow for his knees. If I if I'm uh, correct me if I'm right, but correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe that's where I think that's where he took the blow is from his blind side. And Panay Sewell could have been a perfect uh, contrib- uh He could have he could have uh, knocked that problem away for them. But instead, uh, they're more focused on the the connection yep. between. Jamar Chase and yeah, the the quarterback and wide receiver duo in college, and that's yeah. and that's important. I think that is an important thing to consider with the Bengals. I mean, I'm not saying um, that was the right choice because you're going against that that can just you can get pressured like Burrow. He's gonna make he's gonna make a quick maybe a wrong decision. And Jamar Chase is not gonna be there every play. You I mean you got T Higgins and you have. Um, and then you have other players to kind of rely on, and Tyler Boyd. But he's gonna get, he's gonna get happy feet back there in that pocket. He, 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 and and they drafted players down the road, but they're not like what they could have drafted. Even the Bears could have got the best offensive lineman in the draft, and and not worried about their quarterback getting hurt for next year. Mm-hmm. But they wanted that, and you can't have that wide receiver quarterback connection when he's on the sideline in the, in, in the cast. So this is like um, part, yeah, yeah. Yep. It's like it's like I, Carson, it's like Carson Palmer and Chad Okosinko, uh, or Chad Johnson, however, you, whatever you want to yeah, call him. Right now. Depends on the era when when he changed his name, correct? Yeah, yeah, and and th- I think that relationship's important, but um, and I think that's what the Lions did too. I mean, I'm not trying to refer back, but 
um, with Calvin Johnson. You know, it, it's always been a passing team with these guys, and and I think and I, and I think that and it's important. Don't get me wrong with the Bengals. I mean, it's their teammates. They they've shown that history, but by not establishing that line, um, they're not they're not giving them the proper uh, build up. I believe it's important to set up the run or the established run to set up the pass and. Um, but yeah, you know, no, I have the Broncos winning this game. Yep, I have them too. All right, I'll have you hit up the Raiders. I'll do the Chargers next. Just like we said before, um, I believe the Broncos will come through and and they'll just bully the little brother again here. And I have the Broncos winning this game. Uh, let's see, I, I have them going one and one against the Raiders. So I then went at home losing in the way, but. If, if you're right, I'm down for them beating the Raiders anytime. Um, so, yeah, I, I had them losing that one at, at uh, Las Vegas. Uh, the next game, we had the LA Chargers. Um, There's another one you talked about last time with, uh, with Herbert. I have them winning at home against that one, and I have them losing away on this one. So, I have them going one and one against the Raiders and the Chargers. So, uh, I feel like the weight games are going to be harder, so I put them as a loss. Uh, you can mix and match them however you want. But with Herbert and that offense, I know they have a new head coach, but I feel like that team is getting really good. I feel like the AFC West is getting really good. So one-on-one um, one for both of them I have. What do you have for the, the Chiefs the last game? For the Chiefs, I think they're going to lose again. Uh, like I said earlier, Kansas City – they're the standard right now. I mean, it's mm-hmm. hard to beat that, you know. So I had the Broncos losing this game. I had them losing that game too. That, that and I know last year they were close. One game last year they they lost the Chiefs sixteen to twenty two. Um, but if they win one of those games, it'll be it'll be a nice surprise. But I have them going zero and two against the Chiefs this year too. So I have the Denver Broncos finishing the, the, the first seventeen uh, game season at ten and seven. So. I have the Denver Broncos at 10 and 7. For, um, feel like they can definitely swap and mix and match them if they get one from Kansas City and make that 11. I feel like this is going to be a bounce back year for them. What, what do you have? I have the Broncos going 9 and 8 for the year. Uh, yeah. And I don't and I don't think necessarily this is a oh, bad year for the Broncos, but I don't think this is their breakout year yet. Um, mm-hmm. I, I got to see more from Drew, and, and he's a he's very talented I just, I just gotta see it for myself to, to really, uh, to see how he does. And I, and I, I'm, I'm really excited to see what the defense does here. Uh, yeah. But the offense, I, they have, they have the players. I, I just don't think they're that, that, that team on Saturday night, you know, or Sunday night live. You know, I don't think they, they have that title yet. They don't have the headlines. They don't have people going. This is the team. This they're make they're getting things work. I don't think they got the gears running yet, and that's that's my that's why I don't I have about in the middle of the pack. I think they got the people, but I don't think they have it. The they don't have the necessarily the 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 clicking it all together. You know, I don't think I don't think they're putting it all together. They have the utensils, but they, they don't have the final product. And the Broncos, um, I don't know what they need to do, but. And maybe that I'm wrong. Maybe Sertan's gonna bring that edge to the defense that they needed. He's a young, talented guy who who just all over the field, you know. But uh, the defense, I think, has grown. I think the offense they just need to start putting up points like that Kansas City team. And, and there's there's teams that do a good job of that. And I don't think the Broncos are in that conversation yet, especially with Noah Fant um, and with Melvin Gordon. I, I just I just need to see more of that. Yeah. Uh, I will. If you, if they end up with ten and seven or nine and eight, that's a huge, you know, increase from last year. Um, yeah, I think Sertan will be interesting to watch it here. I uh, I have an article that I wrote. I think that the most uh, the player that I want to see impact the most is uh, Javante Williams. Um, that running back that they got in the second round from from North Carolina. I feel like uh, with Phil Lindsay leaving this year or for last year. I want to see them with Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams being receiving backs and Cousin Havoc. Um, I want to see some of these rookies make a name for themselves this year, including Satan. 
Yeah, yep. And that's the only way to see the Broncos um, grow in this league. I mean, that, that's just everyone else. You know, you build. I believe it's important to build through a draft, not through free agency, because that's where you get rookie contracts. And whenever you save money, um, to me, that I mean, it, it's funny to say that. But look at Tom Brady. Um, he takes pay cuts all the time, and there's more money to flow. Um, yeah. And and I think that's where we. That's where the Broncos. Um, they take advantage of that. You know, with. Uh, with with the receivers that they have, you know, pet or I believe uh, Sutton. Well, I think Sutton maybe will, is still a rookie. So is, um, so. and so is Noah Fant, Drew Locke. You have Patrick yeah, Sertan, yeah. You have uh, who's the receiver? Jerry Judy. Um, yeah. And you have a couple offensive line even. I can't. Remember. Hamler is also on. One. Hamler. So. And, who, and I'm thinking a few guards. And, and this is, I mean, this is Dalton a young Reisner. team. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and you and you have enough salary here to work with. Now, I'm not saying you go out in the free agency. Just, I don't think that's the answer. I mean, I think you're just kind of throwing the money away then. But I think the Broncos, what they really need is to develop these guys, especially as soon as you can develop these guys in year one, year two, and, give them, and once it hits year three, year four, you know, and that's when you start making these these jumps. And you, and you see teams like this all the time, you know. Um, especially Heinz Allaire over here at uh, in Kansas City. You know, he takes a starting role right away, and he's not on a rookie contract. And, and you know, which salary cap they're in problems of, you know. Um, then they're making yeah. a count now, especially like Seattle when they when they were, when they had their run. You know, they're a bunch of um, throw. They were throwing these players around, but they, they just made a click. You know, I think the Broncos need that. They need to click, and I think that's and I think that's what they're lacking. I think they have the players. They have the talent. And and don't get me wrong, there's chemistry there, but I don't think they're clicking yet together. And I think that's what they need. Yep, I think George Payton is doing a good job this year. As GM, he's getting the players that he needs. Uh, it'll be nice to see how his first year as GM um, goes for this year. So um, I think we're going to call it good for this episode today. Um, thanks for having us on here. I think during the season. Maybe even OTAs. We'll bring him back on. We'll talk more Bronco stuff. But at least uh, after every game, we'll talk and then uh, we'll, we'll give a recap of how the how the boys played. Yeah. Yep. That's awesome. Uh, thanks for having me on here, Luke. And uh, I look forward to talking to you next time. Perfect. Thank you. And remember, if you want to leave comments, uh, go to our Twitter, Instagram, uh, or our website. Uh, leave some comments. Uh, we also have articles that we write to listening and we'll see you next time.